CBS Petersburg. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's Mitchell Bradley. Good morning. It is 8 o'clock. VCU's headed back to the big dance. The 10th-seeded Rams will take on Oregon in the first round on Saturday in Indianapolis. That game, Saturday night, starting at 9.57 local time. Both teams last faced each other back in the 2014 Legends Classic in Brooklyn, where VCU topped Oregon 77-63. It's the 18th turn of the appearance all-time for the Rams. After UVA's run in the ACC tournament was stopped due to contact tracing, the four-seeded Cavaliers found out they'll be playing Ohio Saturday night at 7:15. It's the eighth tournament appearance for the Wahoos under head coach Tony Bennett. A victory would put them up against the winner of Creighton, UC Santa Barbara, a week from today. Virginia Tech earned a 10 seed and will get the tournament started on Friday afternoon with a 12-15 start against Florida. It's the fourth year in a row the Hokies are going dancing, but first-year head coach, first time it's with him and the team. Tech leads the all-time series against the Gators five games to four, last facing off 30 years ago. Liberty, in the meantime, will take on Oklahoma State, which is set for Friday starting at 6.25 p.m. Meanwhile, Norfolk State will play in the first four on Thursday. Their opponents, Appalachian State, tell about 8.40 on True TV. Don't forget, you can hear all of the NCAA tournament right here on ESPN Richmond. You also get NIT action right here on Wednesday night as Richmond's headed to Texas. They'll face Toledo at 7 o'clock in the first round. It'll be the first game for the Spiders in nearly two weeks following an early exit from the Atlantic 10 tournament. In total, four teams from the Atlantic 10 make up that 16-team field. Last year, following the Daytona 500, some people wondered if Martin Truex Jr. would ever drive again. Sunday, he won his first race in 31 starts at Phoenix to become the fifth different winner of the 2021 season. He led 64 laps to beat Joey Logano by nearly two seconds. Denny Hamlin finished in third. Justin Thomas wins the Players' Championship by one stroke over Lee Westwood after firing a final round 68 on Sunday. Brian Harmon and Bryson DeChambeau tied for third. VCU's Lonto Griffin was tied for 35th finishing at three under a check for ESPN Richmond weather forecast. Good morning. Clouds will increase across central Virginia today, and it will be cooler with highs in the lower fifties. I'm storm tracker, eight meteorologist, Matt Denardo. Weather's brought to you by Herman Allen plumbing, heating and cooling for rebates or low payments on a new Linux home comforter system. Call Herman Allen today at 804-746-5853. You're up to date now on the Richmond Sports Center at 802. Mitchell Bradley on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Millions of Americans have been affected by identity theft. Get LifeLock today and save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with promo code RISK. Huddle up, sit up. All right, huddle up. Bring it in, guys. This is the Sports Huddle with Bob Black on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Let's go, huddle up. We're also streaming live at ESPNRichmond.com. Come on, huddle up. Now, here's Bob Black. Bonnie's just inbound the ball. Give it to Lofton. And the game is over. And the Bonnies go to Indianapolis for the championship. Final score, St. Bonaventure 74, VCU 65. Well, that was a rock fight as it turned out yesterday at University of Dayton Arena. Although it's far in our rearview mirror at this point, but that was from the St. Bonaventure Radio Network, the historic call of the Bonnies knocking off VCU 74-65. First time in school history for St. Bonaventure that they have captured both the regular season and tournament championships in the Atlantic 10. In fact, it was already their first regular season Atlantic 10 title anyway, and they complete the daily double, and now the trifecta as regular season champs, tournament champs, and NCAA bound for St. Bonaventure. But so is VCU. And as it turned out, those Bonnie fans who re-referenced last week who were saying maybe it would be better if we lose to VCU and avoid the dreaded 8-9 matchup, in the NCAA tournament, they proved to be prophetic because that's exactly what happened. St. Bonaventure, with the win yesterday, elevated them to the number nine seed in the East. They will get LSU. Oh, yeah, Will Wade's LSU Tigers. Certainly a winnable game for St. Bonaventure. The Bonnies at 16-4. and four. Meantime, VCU... Really didn't have to stay down in the dumps from that game very long. 
they probably had some bruises that they had to recover from because, boy, was that a physical, hard-fought game, had the technical fouls, the tempers that flared. Neither team shot the ball well. It was still a well-played game between St. Bonaventure and VCU. That's what happens when you meet three times in a season. You know each other so well that those kind of things are going to happen. But VCU didn't have much time to lick its wounds because the selection show changed all that and changed the demeanor for them within a couple of short hours. And VCU gets a number 10 seed, which is not a bad slot at all, but will play a really good Oregon team at 20-6. and six. That's the last game of the first round, Saturday night at 9.57. It's the scheduled tip time for VCU's first-round game Saturday night. That one is on TNT. Of course, that's our morning brew to start a sports huddle for a Monday morning. We are going to keep it going. Lots of brew uh, for you this morning on the sports huddle with college basketball and the NCAA tournament. But certainly, we start out there. And then from the Virginia and Virginia Tech perspective, Certainly the Virginia story, the Virginia narrative is unique and one that will be watched across the country all week to make sure that the Cavaliers have all of the necessary negative tests in place by the time they're set to tip it off on Saturday night. And of course, the NCAA uh, smartly gave them as much time as possible to get through the testing protocol, get their guys back from quarantine, from the contact tracing, and put together some sort of game plan and practice before their first round game. So they don't play until Saturday, Saturday night, in fact, at 7.15 against Ohio. That one's on True TV. It will be worth watching the Cavaliers this week. We'll hear from Tony Bennett coming up in just a little bit from his press conference last night after the NCAA announcements were made. It sounds like they're going to have enough players to play. How much practice time they have is still to be determined. It does sound as though they are able to do some individual isolated workouts, which will really help. Obviously, there were teams during the regular season that once they were shut down, they could do nothing. In this case, it sounds like the Virginia guys, as long as they're isolated and alone, will be able to get into a gym, get some shots up, get a workout in, and stay somewhat in basketball shape, and I think that will help. They'll do a lot of Zoom sessions, tape study, that kind of thing, individually and via Zoom. They won't practice as a team, it doesn't sound like, until at least Thursday afternoon. They'll fly to Indianapolis on Friday to play their game on Saturday at 7.15 against Virginia. Let's hope they have at least five bodies that are able to play because that's the NCAA rule this year. You need at least five, and we'll keep you eligible for the NCAA tournament. And then Virginia Tech kind of fell to a 10 at 15-6, and six, and I think some of that had to do with their end-of-season layoff and losses at the end at 15 and 6 the Hokies will play Florida that's not a bad first round matchup the Gators have been up and down have kind of stumbled a little bit down the stretch that's the Friday 12-15 game and it is on CBS so that's one of the first uh, first round games of the tournament beyond the first four that will be Thursday Virginia Tech 12-15 national spotlight on CBS against Florida to get it going. And speaking of that first four, one of our other Commonwealth of Virginia teams that made it into the tournament, Norfolk State, will play the 840 game of the first four on Thursday night on True TV against Appalachian State. And the winner of that game, the reward for that is the number one overall seed, Gonzaga, coming in at 26 and 0 in a West Regional first round game. And then Liberty, our fifth team in the NCAA tournament plays 625 Friday night on TBS against Oklahoma State. That is a tough matchup for Richie McKay and company. Oklahoma State at 28 with one of the best players, of course, in the country. Liberty at 23 and 5. So that's a quick snapshot of our state teams, Atlantic 10 as well, and what's happening as the men's basketball bracket was unveiled last night on CBS, and it was certainly good to see that back again, and I actually think 
in a uh, kind of toned-down, slimmed-down fashion. I thought that may have been one of the best bracket reveals that we've had because they zipped through it. They didn't waste a whole lot of time. In fact, there were a couple of times as they unveiled teams and moved on, I was like, that's almost too quick to get an understanding of the game. So the teams did not have to sit around and fidget very long to see if they were in or if they were out and who they were playing and what their seed was because they came up pretty quickly on the CBS reveal of the brackets last night. Yeah, they took commercial breaks between each region, but you figured they were going to do that. But beyond that, uh, it was pretty much meat and potatoes, no nonsense, and they revealed the field of 68. There were a couple of surprises, a couple of good moments, I thought. I think Drake getting in, uh, that certainly was a positive i think they were a team obviously that was on the bubble Uh, i'm going to be cheering of course because syracuse did get in and when matt josephs and i talked last week uh, that's one thing i thought they had done enough by the way they performed in the acc tournament right down to the loss obviously to virginia on the last shot and syracuse was one of the last teams to get in but they did avoid playing in the first four as syracuse got a number 11 seed and won't have to play in that first four, they play San Diego State in their first game. San Diego State was 23-4, and four, Syracuse at 16-9. and nine. So plenty of college basketball talk coming up for you this morning as we talk about the games that finished up yesterday and then the NCAA tournament as well. But it sure was good to have the NCAA brackets back again up on the TV screen and printing them out and looking at them on the computer Uh, And everybody will start filling out brackets. And hopefully all 68 teams will be able to play. Uh, So the two teams that you're really going to keep an eye on are Virginia, which we just talked about, and Kansas, which I think had three players that actually tested positive. Virginia, I believe, only had one player to test positive. The rest of them were contact tracing. So those are the two teams to keep an eye on are Kansas and UVA. As we mentioned, UVA got that Saturday 7:15 slot, and Kansas also got a Saturday game. So that helps them a little bit as well. And from what I was hearing this morning, two of the three players could be back at least by game time for Kansas. The third one may not be. And eventually we will reveal who the players are because obviously when they step out on the court, we're going to see who's there and who's not there. So both Kansas and UVA smartly got Saturday games, and hopefully they'll be able to go. The next deadline to keep your eye on is Tuesday at 6 o'clock. All teams must confirm that they're in the tournament and eligible, and they've had the negative tests and through the protocol and the guidelines, and they're eligible to get to Indianapolis and the Indianapolis area to play their first-round game. If they have to back out before 6 p.m. Tuesday, it's the top four seeds in the NIT, the 16-team field NIT, and that's not really true either because some of those teams opted out of playing in the NIT, like Louisville, uh, which is the first of the four replacement teams that could get into the NCAA tournament if one of the 68 teams doesn't pass all of the testing protocols. Now, after 6 p.m. tomorrow night, it would be ruled a no contest, and whoever that team was playing is going to move on. And that's where I think you're going to have some sweaty palms and sweaty brows. I don't think you want any part of that. If you're the NCAA selection committee, you're a fan, whatever, you really don't want games that result in no contest like we saw in the Big 12 tournament with Kansas and with Virginia in the ACC tournament and with Duke even in the ACC tournament as well. So hopefully it's all 68 Tuesday at 6 p.m., and it stays that way when we tip it off on Thursday with the uh, with the first four. And the schedule is a little bit different this year with the first four now on Thursday. First-round games are Friday and Sunday, Saturday and Monday. And, of course, as Mitchell mentioned on the update, you're going to hear it all right here on ESPN Richmond, your home for the NCAA tournament. All right, there you go. As I promised, that's your morning brew brought to you by Pig and Brew Barbecue, North Carolina-style barbecue south of the James at 1313 Hull Street Road. They've got the fresh fried shrimp or the fish of the day with a side of collard greens and smoked turkey. 
as well. They're open Wednesday and Thursday from 1 to 8, Friday and Saturday from 1 to 10. And again, their special this week, fresh fried shrimp or fish of the day, side of collard greens and smoked turkey at Pig & Brew, 1313 Hull Street Road, proud sponsor of our morning brew right here on the Sports Huddle. Here we go for a Monday morning and all the college basketball that we're going to be talking in the next hour and 45 minutes. These are today's top stories. Read the copy, please. The copy's good. Just read it. This is the opening drive. That looks like my new co-anchor may need a glass of water. (laughs) (laughs) Opening drive sponsored by the Lexus of Richmond Invitation to Lexus Sales Event. It is happening now through March 31st. Lexus of Richmond, also our proud sponsor of our March Madness coverage. The Atlantic 10 tournament through yesterday and now the NCAA tournament, which begins Thursday. Stop by the Lexus dealership there at 9703 Midlothian Turnpike. Visit online anytime at LexusofRichmond.com. Bob Black with you here, hosting remotely as we do each and every morning with the Sports Huddle. Mitchell Bradley on board this morning producing our program. And we hope you'll interact with us. 804-521-8501-521-8501 if you'd like to call in. Text us at 804-638-9508. That's 638-9508. From a college basketball perspective, let me jump to that first and foremost. We're going to hear some sound bites coming up here in just a moment from Tony Bennett, Virginia head coach on their unique preparation for the NCAA tournament. Then at 9.05, Bennett Conlon from the Charlottesville Daily Progress will break it all down for us. He'll be live with us to talk UVA basketball and how the Cavaliers We'll approach this first-round game and get through the quarantine and get back out on the basketball court. At 9.20, we'll do the Virginia Tech angle. Mike McDaniel from ESPN Blacksburg will join us. We'll talk about the Hokies' first-round matchup against Florida. Matt Josephs at 9.45. You know he is all excited about filling out the brackets. He's a big Gonzaga fan, so i got to imagine he's going chalk with the Zags. But we'll talk with Matt about how the brackets unfolded and where he might see some upsets coming. And there is more than just college basketball out there. We will talk some college football. Russ Huseman, Richmond's head coach, joins us each and every Monday morning during the spring season at 8.30. The Spiders off to a 2-0 start after an impressive, dominating win at Elon Saturday afternoon. And we will certainly talk about the retirement of Drew Brees, announced yesterday the New Orleans Saints quarterback, certain Hall of Famer, announcing what was expected that he would be retiring from professional football. So all that coming up on the Sports Huddle this morning. Again, feel free to chime in, 521-8501 to call, 638-9508 to text us. Just about 817 on the Sports Huddle. Some Tony Bennett Sports Huddle sound bites coming up after we check Sports Huddle traffic. ESPN Richmond traffic. This traffic update brought to you by Discover. Heavy delays on Route 288 southbound. Just before Iron Bridge Road, the right lane is blocked by a vehicle fire. It's got us back up all the way back through the Bailey Bridge overpass. That's a big stretch there. Walmsley Boulevard, an accident just to the west of Hopkins Road and West 100 Road. A crash at Chester Road caused delays. I'm Jim Huggins on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Automatically. Discover something brighter. Learn more at discover.com slash match. This update is brought to you by Herman Allen. For big rebates and low payments on a new Lennox home comfort system, call Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling at 804-746-5853 today. You love getting out in this nice weather, and you love listening to us, so why not do both? Exactly. If you've got your phone, you've got us. Hello? Listen to our live stream at ESPNRichmond.com. See, this is what I love about our listeners. They listen so closely and so intently to every word that Mitchell and I spew out out there at you. And when we stumble on something, we appreciate the fact that they're there to correct us and help make us more accurate and help make us better. And there are just some words in the English language and dictionary that all of us pronounce differently than the rest of the world. And we pronounce them kind of funny. And I've got my short list as well. And apparently one of them is collard greens, not collard greens, as apparently 
I pronounced it when we talked about Pig and Brews special for this week. So I stand corrected. Collard greens, part of this week's special at Pig and Brew. Thank you, Texter, for listening so closely and correcting me on the verbiage collard greens as part of this week's special at Pig and Brew. Let's get to some sports huddle sound bites. Let's listen to how Tony Bennett explains what's going on with the Virginia Cavaliers this week. So he held his press conference following the announcement of the NCAA field. And actually, in watching it, he looked and sounded very relaxed, very refreshed, very ready to go. So I believe he's very positive and hopeful that Virginia is going to field a quality team when they finally take the court Saturday night at 7:15 against Ohio. So just before he sat down, I assume at John Paul Jones Arena last night to speak with the media, he looked at his phone and he received a text of which he told us all about. Ronnie Weidman, you guys who know him, he sent me a text as I was just coming up here. He said, "What a journey." He said, back in October, I thought there's no chance we'd get here. He said, 72 hours ago, our chances of having our name called out was very bleak. We didn't know, but here we are, and we got a chance. So I just, it kind of was a, kind of um, reading that made it, put it into perspective. But, you know, this is the first time, you know, that I've not been able to be with my team and watch the selection show. That's kind of a cool thing. Obviously, you do it, um, but, you know, we, we, on Zoom, we got together, and I congratulated them and, um, you know, talked a little bit about our opponent um, and just kind of went from there. So that was strange. Yeah, that is strange. And as you watch CBS last night, the teams that were able to gather were doing it in socially distant settings with masks and obviously no fans around them that you normally see and hear as well. And I guess that's part of what made it go so quickly last night as well, that there wasn't those pauses for fan reaction and team reaction, too much team reaction last night as well. So, all right, Tony Bennett then did have to kind of frame where his team is and how they are going to start to get through this. So he started by talking about where the Cavaliers stand right now as they hopefully get through this protocol and testing period and can get to Indianapolis. Uh, Right now the majority of our team is contact traced and in quarantine uh, because of the positive case that happened um, after the Syracuse game. And again, we're going to keep testing daily. And our medical people, you know, who are outstanding, are working with the NCA to follow every protocol. I mean, that's why our name was called. And, you know, the timing is never a good time to, <laughs> to have it. And it's, this is not ideal. But um, if you're going to have it, we took it about to the last day that you could have a positive case. Um, but, but anyways, our, our people are working, our doctors are working with the NCA uh, medical people to follow all the protocols. And then, um, you know, our quarantine is until Thursday. Once we, um, once we find out our game time, I think that comes out. Tonight. Does it come out tonight? Okay. You know, we'll probably travel. I know there's been some stuff uh, said, but we'll probably travel. We will travel as a team uh, to, um, to Indy on Friday, perhaps. Um, and, and then... Uh, go from there and it's crazy it's going to be so different for Virginia and for Kansas particularly to get through these quarantine periods try to get some practice time and get on the court and I thought he made Tony Bennett made a great comment about how close they really came to not being in this NCAA tournament because of when the positive test was revealed hey if it was going to happen i would have rather it had been 24 hours earlier give them a little more breathing room and then syracuse wouldn't have taken that dagger the last we saw the virginia cavaliers reese beekman was draining that three and running wild around the court as his teammates chased him could have done without that syracuse move on and maybe they would have even gotten a higher seed than they did but it all worked out Okay, and they should have just enough time to remain eligible, assuming they stay in the negative testing protocol. And in the meantime now, Tony Bennett and his assistants have to figure out how to prepare for their first-round opponent, Ohio, when they won't have the entire team on the court until Thursday. We'll be using Zoom a lot with video. Um, It's certainly a unique way to prepare (laughs) for the NCAA tournament. Um, But I'm thankful that the NCAA... Uh, gave our our young men the chance because they earned their way into it the chance to um, get into this tournament 
you know, considering our circumstances, and again, we did follow and we've met all the things and some other teams I think are in this boat. So, um, you know, that's kind of where it's at. And, uh, you know, understand I'll learn a lot more about Ohio. I know that they're a talented team that can score, well-coached, very good players, all that stuff. Um, But I think the text that I read to start put it into perspective for us because you just you never know. This is such a unique and strange year. It sure is, but it's going to be an NCAA tournament, and we're going to have our upsets, and we had teams that were on the bubble that got in and a couple that didn't get in. There really wasn't a whole lot of belly aching that went on last night, and I think some of that was reserved because of the pandemic that we're going through, that it just didn't seem appropriate to really you know, stomp up and down and scream and yell if a team didn't get in. Now, there were some heartbreak. There's no doubt about that but not to the degree that we've seen in the past. So there you go, some Tony Bennett sound bites, Sports Huddle sound bites this morning after the reveal last night. Of course, their time is now set after he spoke. Uh, the Times came out, Virginia at 7.15. If they happen to win that game Saturday, they would get the winner of Creighton and Cal Santa Barbara. Not a bad matchup for Virginia there. Cal Santa Barbara's had a great year, 22-4. and four. Uh, Creighton obviously stumbled in the Big East Championship game when Georgetown not only beat him, but really beat him badly, got Patrick Ewing, press credential and all, back into the NCAA tournament coaching the Georgetown Hoyas. That's one of the upstart uh, great stories of this college basketball season, as it turns out. Uh, we'll talk about some of the other games that I balled when we get into more college basketball talk this morning that could be interesting games, could be upset games, could be games I would be keeping both eyes on as the first round gets going. 8.26 on the Sports Huddle. We're going to take a break, and we're going to take a break from the March Madness. We're going to talk some spring college football. The Richmond Spiders are off to a 2-0 start. They knocked off Elon on the road Saturday, looked very good in doing so. Russ Huseman joins us every Monday at 8.30 during the spring season. He will be with us next on the Sports Huddle, 99.5-1027 ESPN. Sports, your favorite thing in the world, which means we're your favorite station in the world. Thanks. You're our favorite listener. I guess that makes it official. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Hey, this is Mitchell Bradley. I can't tell you how many times I've been watching sports and wanted to bet the game on my phone. Well, guess what? Now This is Ashley from Medora Children and Family Services. Learn more about foster care and adoption services by visiting adore-children.com. Virginia. William Hill, America's number one sports book is now here and we have a special 2021 offer to help you bet on all your favorite sports risk-free download the william hill sportsbook app and when you sign up you can get started with a risk-free bet of up to 2021 dollars use promo code radio rf terms and conditions apply 21 plus only gambling problem call text or chat our confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500 let's make it interesting with william hill sportsbook people spent more time than ever on their lawns last year At Virginia Green, we've seen lawns used as home offices, hair salons, even movie theaters. Hey, can you pass the popcorn? Shh. It's more than a lawn. And with Virginia Green making it healthy, vibrant, and beautiful, you can do more with it. For 17 years, we've satisfied our customers by making local lawns look their best. Make your yard the star of the show. Shh. Visit virginiagreen.com for your free estimate today. Experience amazing today at the reimagined Lexus of Richmond. HBCUs, it's time to go all out for your school. Voting has officially kicked off for the Home Depot's Retool Your School Campus Improvement Grant Program. This year, we're going big because we are powered by purpose. Vote nonstop to help your HBCU win its share of $1 million in campus improvement grants. Vote on Twitter and Instagram using your school's designated hashtag. You can find the hashtag and also vote, vote, and vote some more on RetoolYourSchool.com now through March 15th. This update is brought to you by Ariana's Italian Restaurant. Stop by for homemade pizza, pasta, and daily specials. 700 North Shepherd Street in the Museum District. Or order online at ariannasrva.com. There's always that one team that ruins your bracket. That's why this year I'm betting the tournament on FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one sportsbook. Hey, everyone, it's Mitchell Bradley. Because of FanDuel, your first bet is risk-free. It doesn't matter if you're betting on the favorite or the underdog. New users get up to $1,000 back in site credit if your first bet doesn't win. 
FanDuel has odds on all the action, every game with games day and night and an easy-to-use app, multiple deposits, and fast withdrawals always on promotions. Your next chance to win with FanDuel is only minutes away. And if that's not enough, FanDuel wants you to make $1 million. Yes, you. That's because they're giving away $1 million to one lucky better. You and existing users get an additional shot at the payout every day you bet the tourney. So if you want a shot at becoming a millionaire or even a thousandaire, download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Just use promo code Mitch so they know I sent you. That's FanDuel Sportsbook promo code Mitch, M I. You must be 21 and up in President of Virginia. No purchase is necessary. Restrictions apply for the $1 million drawing. A risk-free offer for first-time only real money wager users. Site credit is non-withdrawable and expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's Mitchell Bradley. It is 8:31. VCU is headed back to the big dance. The 10th seeded Rams will take on Oregon in the first round Saturday in Indianapolis at 9:57 in the night. Both teams last faced each other in the 2014 Legends Classic in Brooklyn, where VCU topped Oregon 77-63. It's the 18th tournament appearance all time for the Rams after VCU's run in the A- or A- UVA's run in the ACC tournament was stopped due to contact tracing. The four seeded Cavaliers found out they will play Ohio. Saturday night at 7-15, it's the eighth tournament appearance for the Wahoos under head coach Tony Bennett, a victory who put them up against the winner of Creighton, UC Santa Barbara, a week from today. Virginia Tech earns a 10 seed. They'll get the tournament started Friday afternoon with a 12-15 tip-off against Florida. It's the fourth year in a row the Hokies are going dancing, but first under head coach Mike Young. Tech leads the all-time series against Gators five games to four, last facing them 30 years ago. Liberty will take on Oklahoma State, which is also Friday night. That's a 6:25 start. Meanwhile, Norfolk State will play in the first four on Thursday. Their opponents, Appalachian State, tip-offs at 8:40. You can see it on True TV. You can listen to it right here along with the rest of the NCAA tournament, 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. You'll also get NIT action here at Wednesday night. Richmond headed to Texas. They'll face Toledo at 7 o'clock in the first round. It'll be the first game for the Spiders in nearly two weeks after that early exit from the Atlantic 10 tournament. And four in total, four 10 uh, teams from the A-10 make up that 16-team field. Last year, following the Daytona 500, some people wondered if Martin Truex Jr. would live following his horrific crash, more or less ever drive again Sunday. He wins for the first time in 31 starts at Phoenix to become the fifth different winner of the 2021 season. He led 64 laps to beat Joey Logano by nearly two seconds. Denny Hamlin finished third. Justin Thomas wins the PGA uh, Players Championship by one stroke over Lee Westwood. BC's Lato Griffin finished in a tie for 35th. A check of your ESPN Richmond weather forecast. Good morning. Clouds will increase across central Virginia today, and it will be cooler with highs in the lower 50s. I'm Storm Tracker 8 meteorologist Matt Denardo. Weather is brought to you by LifeLock Identity Theft. Millions of Americans have been affected by identity theft. Get LifeLock today and save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with the promo code RISK. You're up to date now on the Richmond Sports Center. 833 is the time. Richmond football coach Russ Huseman joins Bob next. 99.5-1027 ESPN. This update is brought to you by Ariana's Italian Restaurant. Stop by for homemade pizza, pasta, and daily specials. 700 North Shepherd Street in the Museum District. Or order online at ariana'srva.com. Lexus of Richmond is a proud sponsor of the Sports Huddle with Bob Black on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. Online at lexusofrichmond.com. It's time for some straight talk. Your tax return could look different this year, but you're still going to hear a lot of noise about how to spend it. So when the big carriers tell you to splurge on the latest nonsense, just tune it out. With Straight Talk, you can get a Samsung Galaxy A51 for just $199. Plus, get the $45 unlimited talk, text, and data plan with no contract on America's best networks for up to 50% less. Tune out the nonsense and tune into Straight Talk. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract. No compromise. Lux Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of the Sports Huddle with Bob Black. Mornings on ESPN Richmond, 516 South Washington Highway in Ashland. Online at LuxChevrolet.com. What's up, guys? This is Jay Williams from Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. You're listening to Richmond's number one source for sports talk radio and play-by-play. 995 and 1027 ESPN. Almost 8.35 on a Monday morning on the Sports Huddle, 99.5-1027 FM, 9.50 AM, ESPN. Richmond, your home of the Spiders, and you heard Spider football Saturday afternoon with an impressive performance and victory at Elon, 38 
14. You're now going to hear from the Spiders head coach, Russ Usman, on our Herman Allen hotline on a Monday morning. Hello, Russ. How are you, coach? Good, Bob. How you doing? Doing fine, thanks. Uh, from my view, from my perspective up there in the radio booth Saturday, a lot of good things unfolded on that field for the Richmond Spiders in that victory. Um, now that you've broken it down, can you go back and kind of talk about what you liked the most, what couple of things you may have liked from your team's performance Saturday afternoon? Well, I mean, it started out, I mean, to, to start off like that, you know, to get that lead early in play, well early uh, w- was something that I was concerned about. You know, we had to get on the bus at 6.30 uh, in the morning, uh, for, you know, for a 1 o'clock game. Um, give our guys unbelievable amount of credit, man. They they uh, they were awake for that 1 a.m. kick, I mean, that 1 p.m. kick, and, uh, you know, got off to a good start. You know, our offense took it down, scored, and then we got the quick turnover. You know, to get up 14 nothing was huge, uh, and, and that kind of set the tempo a little bit. Uh, and then, you know, we hung on pretty good and played, you know, pretty well the, the most, for the most part throughout that game. But uh, proud of our guys, man. I mean, they could have, you know, they could have felt a little sorry for themselves. You know, they had, you know, they could have had excuses. Uh, but we talk about no excuses whatsoever. You know, we'll play, uh, get up anytime, go play anywhere, and uh, – uh, our guys have kind of taken that to heart, and uh, you know it was a great start to a football game. One of the things we talked about last week after the William and Mary victory, which was such a good defensive performance, was you said the next step for the defense is to continue to play that well, but get some turnovers, get the ball back to the offense. So, how good did you feel about that happening Saturday with three interceptions from three different guys, and with each one of them, the offense took the ball and went down and scored touchdowns. Uh, it was big. Um, you know, the, the, the first one obviously, you know, got us the 14 point lead there. Um, the second one, it, it was, you know, the game was still contested at that time. Uh, it was 24 seven, you know, anything can happen at that point. And then Tyreek got the, the second pick there, uh, made a great break on the ball and, and offense took it in. You know, once it got, you know, to that point, 31-7, you know, we felt pretty good about the game. Um, you know, gave up a touchdown. First off, gave up a kickoff return that was pretty disappointing. And, uh, you know, that falls back on me. I, I'm, I'm handling the kickoff cover unit. So, you know, anybody that's not real thrilled with our kickoff cover can blame me and nobody else. Uh, so, uh, but, you know, and they scored on that one. Uh, but, we came back down and chunked off a lot of time. I mean, I think we had the ball for over 41 minutes of that game compared to 19 for them. Uh, so, obviously, offensively, we were hanging on the football, getting first downs, too. And offensively, Russ, really spreading the wealth. You used two quarterbacks, Joe Mancuso and Bo English. They both ran the ball along with Aaron Dykes and Savon Smith, eight different receivers catch passes it really seemed like offensively you were spreading things around yeah i mean we're playing a lot of people we said we were going to play a lot of people leading up to this season and uh you know we we played a lot uh, you know and not just mop up duty uh you know we're playing a lot of people throughout the course of that game we made the decision to put Bo in the second quarter um and and obviously he did a nice job. Joe did a nice job. We're we're playing a lot of uh, a lot of wideouts. Uh, you know we play, we were going to play the three running backs. Um, and Dante Black got in there in the first play. He was pass proing and and broke his finger. Uh, they had a big old is his left hand. They had a big old um, splint on that thing. And you know we tried to put him back in and and you know just. You know, running back probably needs to to have both hands there. So um, he probably could have went. You know, I'm sure it was a painful injury. He wanted to go. Uh, So we would have played three backs in that game, but uh, we only played the two. 
Unfortunately, Dante Black and Grant Golden have something to commiserate about now, both of them with the broken both finger actually, deal. They both actually look the same out there with the hand. <laughs> well, don't confuse the two. I don't think you want to put Grant Golden at running back. As talented as he is, I, I don't think you want him at, him at running nice back. tight end, though. Yeah, <laughs> although your tight ends are doing a pretty good job, aren't they? And they absolutely are. Proud of them. Uh, Trevor uh, Mendelson, our new tight end coach, has done a great job with those guys. They're playing physical. They're making plays. So uh, he's done an excellent job. Let's look ahead to this week. Coach Usman, Russ Usman on the Herman Allen Hotline talking some Richmond Spider spring football. Now you get the number one team in the spring here in FCS in James Madison. Yet it's a Dukes team, Russ, that didn't play last week unexpectedly because their game against William and Mary was postponed because of COVID-19 testing results within the JMU program. First of all, game on, I assume, for this week? Uh, yeah, as far as we know, uh, we're prepping, we're game planning. Uh, uh, it looks looks like it's going to be a go. Uh, we we tested this morning, haven't got the results back yet, but hopefully we're uh, COVID free. We'll test again on Wednesday and test again on Friday. And Friday, man, I, I, I take a, uh, a deep breath and a sigh of relief when everybody comes back uh, negative on that thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a JMU team that uh, pretty much rolled through its first two opponents. Robert Morris gave them a game to halftime in their second one after shutting out Moorhead State in the first. And then, uh, boy, they really got into it with Elon the week before the Spiders played Elon. What did you see from JMU that may have been different in their first two non-conference games as opposed to that conference opener against Elon? Well, I mean, I, I, you know, Moorhead's not very good, um, and that kind of showed up there. Robert Morris is probably better than most people think they are. Uh, They've got really good players, you know, watching that film. They've got, you know, some athletes on both sides of the ball. Uh, You know, and then James Madison showed their dominance in the second half of that game. And then Elon game, you know, Elon was, other than at quarterback, were fairly healthy. And, uh, you know, they've got good players. I don't think anybody questions that. And, and they played, Elon played really, really hard and smart. And, uh, but, you know, James Madison's the number one team in the country for a reason. Uh, they've got really good players. They're well coached and, and, uh, you know, they know how to win. And, you know, some people, you know, gotta kind of learn how to win as you go. But, you know, somehow, some way they, they know how they went, how to win. Um, and, uh, you know, They've always got tremendous football players uh, on both sides of the ball, and and so you know they're they're going to be ready to play. I know that for sure. And and uh, again, good players, but we're going to have to play really well. Uh, they switched quarterbacks in that Elon game and went from Cole Johnson to Gage Maloney. What are the challenges there of preparing for a JMU offense? You potentially could see both of those quarterbacks. Are they basically the similar, or do you see different things between them and, and how the offense, more importantly, runs through them? Well, I, I don't know yet. I hadn't really studied them, so I can't answer that question about the differences in the two, you know, what they did offensively when, when Gage came in there. But, um, you know, today's a big game plan day for us, no practice. So, uh, you know, as the day progresses, we'll, I'll start to – I know our defensive guys have already got a head start on it, but uh, but I really haven't watched much of them offensively yet. And does it stand out to you that if you just look at the stat sheet and you see they have not given up a point yet in the second half, what the challenges may be against their defense? A huge challenge. Uh, you know they they uh, you know they're aggressive on defense. They'll bring pressure. Uh, they'll lock you up man to man. If you can't. You know, if you can't win one-on-one battles, you're going to have a really, really tough time against them. Uh, you know, they, they, they've always been like that. They, you know, they make it really hard on you uh, to get any easy access throws. Uh, so we're going to, you know, it's going to be similar to, you know, you know, William Mary, we had to work so hard to, to find plays. And, and it'll be the same way against James Madison. I mean, our offense is going to have to be creative and, and find ways to, uh, you know, to get some, some easy access throws, and we're going to have to win one-on-one battles. 
Is it uh, feeling more and more normal with each week from William and Mary to Elon, other than the fact that obviously it's the spring and not the fall? And I use that a little bit as a leading question because this is another rivalry game this weekend and how much it will feel like a Richmond-James Madison rivalry football game, whether it's spring or fall. Yeah, I mean, it feels like football season. No question about that. I mean, as, as you start to prepare and, and your Fridays are, are really – you know, nerve wracking and you know, you're trying to finish up the preparation. So it feels, it feels normal to be honest with you. Uh, you know, I thought it even felt normal leading up to William and Mary, uh, you know, so I think we're, we're kind of in a normal season grind, you know, as we, as we move forward here, other than, you know, the testing part of it three times a week, it kind of feels normal. Let's keep it that way. Go back and start prepping for those JMU Dukes, Russ, and we'll talk to you on Behind the Web Thursday at noon. Thank you, Coach. All right. Thanks, Bob. See you guys. That's Russ Huseman, Spider Head Coach, brought to you by Herman Allen Plumbing on our Herman Allen Hotline. Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating and Cooling, providing HVAC services to the Richmond community for more than 50 years. Available 24 hours a day. You can call them at 804-746-5853 or online at hermanallenplumbing.com. Yes, you can get a full rundown and scouting report on the JMU Dukes when Russ has that knowledge by Thursday. That's what it'll kind of already be in, in, in the books, if you will. By then, the hay will be in the barn. All of his prep and studying should be done by Thursday, and they'll be putting finishing touches on it. So they'll spend all day today breaking down the Dukes. So Thursday at noon, when we have Behind the Web with head coach Russ Usman, you'll get a full scouting report on those JMU Dukes. We hope you'll tune in for that Thursday from noon to 1 here on ESPN Richmond. And I, I thought it was very refreshing, real quick. Um, and I know he just said it kind of as an aside and in passing, but I don't think you'd see too many football coaches that are as open and honest and and give their opinion, as Russ does. And he just kind of slid it in there when talking about JMU, and he didn't mean any disrespect to it when he said, hey, Moorhead State's just not a very good football team right now. And I'm sure if you talk to the Moorhead State people, they would probably tell you the same thing, that they're in a rebuilding process there. And you know, But I thought that was kind of interesting that as he detailed their, their three games to this point, you know, he said, hey, Moorhead State, not a very good team. JMU is a very good team. That's why he had a 52 nothing score by the same token as he talked about Robert Morris and honestly said they're probably better than most people give them credit for as well. So uh, good conversation with Coach Usman, as it is each and every Monday morning here on the Sports Huddle and again Thursdays at noon with Behind the Web. Uh, back to some college basketball talk when we come back in a moment. Uh, 8.47, just clicked over on a Monday morning on the Sports Auto. Glad you're with us this morning. Stay with us. More Hoops Talk coming up next. ESPN Richmond. Traffic. This traffic update sponsored by LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. A disabled vehicle in traffic on Pump Road south of Ridgefield Parkway causing some issues in the Richmond area. A pipe replacement also a big issue for Centralia Road. It's blocked off in both directions between Lost Forest Drive and Chalkley Road in Chesterfield. I'm Jim Huggins on 99.5 M1027 ESPN. Millions of Americans have been affected by identity theft. Get LifeLock today and save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with promo code RISK. This update is brought to you by Ariana's Italian Restaurant. Stop by for homemade pizza, pasta, and daily specials. 700 North Shepherd Street in the Museum District. Or order online at ariannasrva.com. So what's your favorite thing about sports? The excitement, the action, or the five-meat pizza and cold six-pack? Bingo. That's what we thought. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Anything can happen during March matchups, and that's why BetMGM is giving college basketball fans a chance to win $2 million if they pick the perfect bracket. And the best part is, BetMGM's $2 million bracket challenge is completely free to enter. Hi, I'm Matt Josephs. Whether you're a BetMGM customer or have yet to discover everything the king of sportsbooks has to offer, simply go to BetMGM.com, click on the free-to-play game, and submit your bracket before the first tip-off on March 19th. If you correctly call every game from the first round through the championship, you'll walk away with $2 million. Plus, there's a guaranteed $100,000 prize for the player with the most correct picks. You won't find this much fun for free anywhere else. 
Go to BetMGM.com today for your chance to win $2 million bucks. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older. Virginia only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Serving Richmond and beyond for over 20 years, Bon Air Shell features a full line of automotive services. Check out BonAirShell.com. Loaded with coupons, specials, and more to see all that they can do for your car and your peace of mind. And now with their Fuel Rewards program, you can save at least $0.05 cents per gallon on every fill-up. Learn more at FuelRewards.com. Go see the team at Bon Air Shell, 8762 West Huguenot Road. Go to BonAirShell.com or call them at 272-3232. That's 272-3232. So many razors. How do you choose? Dollar Shave Club has a premium six-blade cartridge designed for daily shavers and a four-blade cartridge that's for less frequent shavers. And they put both blades in one new starter box. So now you can test drive both. If only it was that easy to choose your bracket every March. At least when it comes to razors, they got you. For more info, visit dollarshaveclub.com slash gojo. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash gojo. And check out DSC at your nearest store. You got questions, we got answers. Welcome to the club. Catch every NCAA basketball tournament game on all 70 high-def TVs at Uptown Alley, 6101 Brad McNear Parkway, or online at UptownAlleyRichmond.com. With no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, banking with Capital One is like the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game. We'll take Barkley. Ha! First pick! Sorry, kids! Yep, even easier than that. And with our top-rated app, you can bank anytime, anywhere, making Capital One an even easier decision. Okay, here's the plan. Pass me the ball every time. This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? New consumer accounts only. Approval required. Terms apply. Capital One and a member FDIC. Drowning in IRS debt? If you can't afford to pay your IRS debt due to economic hardship, you can now be free of IRS collection efforts by taking advantage of a special IRS tax hardship program. This program allows Americans who owe the IRS to resolve their delinquent tax debt once and for all. In some cases, maybe even reducing what you owe significantly. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Simply dial 800-308-7862. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back or have years of unfiled tax returns, help is standing by. Just call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-308-7862 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your social security check. Call 800-308-7862 to see if you qualify. That's 800-308-7862. Hey everyone, it's Mitchell Bradley. There's always that one team that ruins your bracket. You know which one I'm talking about. That's why this year I'm betting the tournament on FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one sportsbook. Because on FanDuel, your first bet is risk-free. It doesn't matter if you're betting for the favorite or the underdog. New users get up to $1,000 in site credit back if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel has odds on all the action as well. With games day and night, an easy-to-use app, multiple deposits and fast withdrawals, and always-on promotions, your next chance to win with FanDuel is only minutes away. And if that's not enough, FanDuel wants to make you a millionaire. Yes, you. They're giving away $1 million to one lucky better. You and existing users get an additional shot at the payout every day you bet on the tourney. So if you want a shot at becoming a millionaire or even a thousandaire, download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Just use promo code Mitch so they know that I sent you. That's FanDuel Sportsbook promo code Mitch, M-I-T-C-H. You must be 21 and up in President of Virginia. No purchase is necessary. Restrictions apply for the $1 million drawing. Risk-free offer for first online real money wager only. Site credit is non-withdrawable and expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Lexus of Richmond presents Let's Talk Golf, Thursday evening at 6 from Independence Golf Club, live on ESPN Richmond. Local sports talk is back in the afternoons. Colonial Downs Racetrack presents Borders of Order with Matt Josephs. Weekdays at 3 on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. Sports Huddle continues on this Monday morning, the 15th of March. Um, it is 8.53 Eastern Daylight time. Yes, I emphasize Eastern Daylight time because not only did we spring forward 
yesterday and give us that great extra hour of daylight at the end of the day. But it's also the subject of our morning probing ESPN Richmond Twitter poll question presented by our friends at Uptown Alley at Uptown Alley RVA. You would think it might have something to do with the NCAA tournament. Our Twitter poll question this morning, who's going to win it? Who you feel worse for? Who got left out? Something NCAA. We've related. got days to ask those questions. We need <laughs> the hard hitting questions today. Or even Mitchell Bradley thoughts on Drew Brees retiring, Hall of Fame quarterback, or something along those lines. But no, Mitchell wants to know this morning would you prefer to keep daylight savings time year round? Yes, more PM sunlight. No, Keep changing the clocks. So other than the fact that we changed the clocks yesterday, Mitchell, what prompted this question on the Monday morning after the field of 68 was announced? I don't know. It's one of those questions that's been debated, like even by Congress. Do uh, do we stay daylight savings year-round or not? And I'm much in favor of it. I would much rather have more daylight in the end of the day. I can get up in the dark. That's fine. I want my daylight at the end of the day when I'm back home. So let's pretend for a second that that was the case. So in the dark of winter, how long would it stay dark in the morning? I, mean, I think, that, you know, 8 o'clock or so. Yeah, that would mean it would be dark till like 8 in the morning? Yeah. I'm okay that with would, that. That would take some getting used to. It would. That would. No doubt about it. Yeah. But I'm with you in general. I'd much rather have the daylight. Now, it won't be as warm, obviously, so you're not going to be outside in T-shirt and shorts in December just because you have an extra hour of daylight. But it, it probably would help the demeanor of people that, you know, the sun won't be going down at 430 in the afternoon anymore. I would right? rather uh, drive to work in dark and rather than driving home in the dark. Yeah. That's just I- me. Yeah, no, but uh, obviously you're adamant about this and passionate enough about this to make it our We'll talk question. about Drew Brees and the turn, <laughs> yada, yada. <laughs> so there you go, folks. Would you prefer to keep daylight savings time year-round? And I, I have always been one, like Mitchell. Like, I look forward to the first day of winter only because I know that's the day that it starts staying lighter longer, right? That, that the winter solstice, it's only a minute, you know, or whatever, but at least it's there. And it's starting, and then I look forward to daylight savings time as well. So I think I'm convincing myself, as much as I like change for the most part, and it's one of the reasons I love living in Virginia, because we're not hot all the time, although I'd much rather have the warm weather, and we're not cold all the time, certainly, and the leaves change colors and all of that. So we have the seasons. We have the four seasons in Virginia. I'm much more for change, but I do think in this case I would probably side with Mitchell and vote yes, more PM sunlight. So we just put that up there. If you want to have a little fun with it, it will literally take you less than five seconds to do this one because there's only two choices, and either you like it or you don't. More PM sunlight or no, keep changing the clocks in the uh, late fall and, and in the early spring. Again, our ESPN Richmond poll question is to have a little fun with that this morning. Brought to you by our friends at Uptown Alley. But what the heck? Let me do that real quick. Let me click on yes, more PM sunlight. Uh, dominating win today you're going to get your wish mitchell we're going to lobby congress and they're going to change that for you You know what is a little confusing and i had this conversation last night because all these games are in indiana and indianapolis i don't know if they do it anymore but there are parts of indiana yeah that don't don't do right don't do daylight savings time right or the other way around maybe it's the other way around they are daylight savings time all year. It, see, I'm, I'm confused already, and I actually went online last night to check the time in Indianapolis last night, and they do honor – they are on Eastern Daylight Time in Indianapolis. So when VCU plays at 9.57, it will be 9.57 when they play, not just in Richmond for people that are watching. That's pretty late, you know? But I was confused by that. Have you had that issue before with the Indiana thing? I have, I'm looking it up. Um, Stark County in the Northwest received approval due to Eastern time. They did not observe daylight savings yeah. time. Yeah. It affected me way back in the day. I think back in the day, Indianapolis was part of that because when I was doing minor league baseball for the Richmond Braves, we played Indianapolis and we played at Indy. And it obviously was in the summertime with Eastern Daylight Time, and we got out there, and all of a sudden the time was different. Well, we didn't think it would be because we knew they were in the Eastern Time Zone. And I think maybe Indy has changed back to observing Eastern Daylight Time. So in any event, my point being, to bring this back to sports, lo and behold, <laughs> VCU's game 
is at 9.57. It is literally the last game of the first round on Saturday night when they play Oregon, and that will be 9.57 local time in Indy as well as uh, fans here in Richmond. Is it just me, or do they always seem they're getting stuck with that 9.30 to 10 o'clock tip-off window in the first round? Not only the 9.30 to 10, but I feel like they get kicked out to the West which isn't as impactful this year as it normally is. It's more an on-paper thing this year, that they get kicked to the Western bracket more often than not. Again, this year, with everything being in Indianapolis or right around Indy, doesn't make that much difference. But there they are in the West again. And yes, with that late time, which means their second-round game, if they win their first round, would also uh, probably be a later start than, than earlier as well. And again, they would get the winner of Iowa and Grand Canyon. So that's a tough draw. For VCU, even though they stayed away from the 8-9 matchup, being the 10 against Oregon is no easy pickings. And then you're likely to get Iowa, uh, which was one of the best teams in a great conference in the Big Ten this season. So anyway, they are in the West, and they are the late start on Saturday. And 81% of us so far would prefer to just keep daylight savings time year-round. I know you couldn't.